Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. I feel like Tom Brady's free agency lasted longer uh, or lasted less time than election week, right? How long was he a free agent for before he was a buccaneer? It's like about the same amount of time, right? Anyway, man, less. Um... Getting closer and closer to figuring that thing out. Jonathan Vilma is going to join us, a three-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion, NFL on Fox. And uh, uh, we'll have him join us upcoming in 15 minutes. John Middlecoff will join us for our weekly chat 
Ahu, a weekly chat. Uh, we'll discuss, among other things, the domination of the Green Bay Packers over the San Francisco 49ers last night. And then Ken Rudolph's going to join us. Uh, analyst uh, Breeders' Cup is underway in Kentucky. Touch base there. Plus, we're a we're a week away from the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. And this will be a Masters unlike any other. How's my radio guy voice? It's pretty good today. Yeah, I woke up, I kind of like, woke up with this, and I was like, hmm, this will kind of work. Like, don't raise your voice, don't lower your voice. In a world where John Ramos can do lots of things, you have entered the Twilight Zone. Anyway, um, so we have to get all that. I, I wanted to start with this. The Packers dominate the, uh, the Niners last night. Uh, the Packers did win, did cover. Uh, they hit the over, which was late. Bad kind of beat. Sorry, I gave you Packers in the under. My bad. Uh, that, that's a one-on-one night for me. You guys can decide how you want to count that against my numbers. We have our picks upcoming. What time's our picks? Uh, two fifteen West Coast, five fifteen East Coast, five College, five Pro. Those are upcoming. But I, I, I was on Cowherd's show earlier today, and he was like, "I don't really know what to take from uh, last night." And look, m- part of my takeaway is you're playing against a depleted team, and a a big part of this year in the NFL, any year in the NFL, but this year especially is, are you healthy? Are you not? And there are certain levels of health and injury which you just can't be competitive. But we've we've done this thing with the Packers where last year they were 13 and 3, but they were kind of lucky. Right? Remember that? Well, look at all these kind of luck wins. You know, they're 13 and 3. Um, they do have a loss this year to the Vikings last week, where they just got bludgeoned by a solid running game. And they do have a loss to Tampa Buccaneers. They had a 10 0 lead. Uh Rogers throws a pick six, and it just became kind of a house of cards. That said, they're 6-2 and two on the season. They're a game up on the Bears in their division. Uh, they're not assured of being in the playoffs, but they're in pretty good shape. It should be pointed out the, the almighty NFC, the almighty NFC has, are you ready for this? Um, they have seven teams who have a positive plus minus. Seven teams have a positive plus minus. Okay, point differential. And the Packers, at 6-2, and two, who don't have the best record, haven't, they've played one more game than the Seahawks. They're a plus 49. Now, the Buccaneers, who beat the Packers, lost to the Saints, play them again, and the Packers, of course, beat the Saints. They're a plus 82. The Arizona Cardinals are a plus 57. And then the Green Bay Packers. So, based upon point differential, they're the third best team in the NFC. Based upon record, they're somewhere between the second and third best team in the NFC. And we act like, oh, ho-hum, they just took down the Niners. That was big for them. It doesn't matter that the personnel isn't that good or that there wasn't a single player, single player, on the the, uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers last night who played against them in the NFC Championship game. That style of offense had given them trouble. Additionally, we like to poo-poo their... uh, um, their offense, the Packers are 16th in points per game. The Buccaneers are 7th. The Saints are 23rd. The Seahawks are 24th. Like, they're right in line to get to another NFC Championship game. They continue to accrue wins to play possibly at home this year. And if you don't think that's a difference maker when you get to the Arctic temperatures, it absolutely is. Absolutely is. 
And it, it, look, it's fair to say that usually running the football in the cold weather or in the windy weather or in the snowy weather is better. And with with Aaron Jones, they're better, but they're still not a great running team. That's not what they do best. It's Aaron Rodgers, the De- Devontae Adams, that they do best. But if you live and play in the snow every day, you're going to be better at it than the Saints, than uh, the Seahawks, than the Buccaneers, if they can get the Buccaneers at home. Like we just done this, we've done this thing to where there's nothing really the Packers can accomplish in the regular season that's going to impress people. Well, what did we learn last night? They dominated him. Aaron Rodgers made throws that only Aaron Rodgers can make. He sprinkled the ball around. They got Aaron Jones back to get, kind of getting healthy. And as was their scheme, they want to get ahead and then unleash the pass rush on you. I'm I'm okay if we all point out that the Niners are depleted, that those aren't their starters, that they they got their they got they beat the JV. Okay, but you can still see what a team looks like. Are they getting better? Are they getting worse? How are they responding? You know how you play your first couple of drives is: Are you ready to play? And keep in mind, there was some talk that they wouldn't play last night because there were some guys. AJ Dillon had the COVID thing; they had to leave some guys behind. So when you factor it all together. You know, you factor it all together and you're like, you know what? Packers are a pretty good football team. What did we learn last night? We, we learned that they're a pretty good football team, that they're resilient to a lot of different things, that it isn't California that gets them beat. It's teams with a good scheme and really good personnel get, get them beat. That's what happened with the Chargers. That's what happened with uh, the Niners going back to last year. Like, you don't have to freak out because they lost to the Vikings. They lost the game. They didn't play well. They, look, they lost the game to the Buccaneers. They come back the next week and throttle, uh, throttle their next opponent. Like everyone's, everyone thinks the Saints are pretty good. They beat the Saints handily. You know they'll have the Jaguars, which is like another week off, and then they're they're and then they start to creep back in the divisional play. Like they're going to lose at max four games, max four games. Like they just don't have more losses on their schedule, and so. Every win, even against a bad team, is is paramount for them. You know, they still have the Colts on the road. Uh, they have the Titans at home. They got the Bears twice, but the Colts are a great defense. The Titans are a really good football team. You know, you look at their schedule, and the most they could potentially lose really is three and probably two. They, the, you, you get to 12-4 and four this year. You're, you're playing at home once, maybe twice. You get to 13 and three like they were last year, and it's a distinct possibility. Now you could be playing at home every game, and that's what they want. And oh, yeah, by the way, that's what Aaron Rodgers said they need to do at the end of last year. Hey, we got to get to this place where we're playing this game against the Niners at home. What'd we learn? Devontae Adams might be a top five wide receiver. What'd we learn? Aaron Rodgers is absolutely an elite quarterback. Aaron Jones is back healthy, and they took care of business, and they looked sharp, they looked ready to play. Not every game needs to be some referendum on good player, bad player, great team, bad team. Sometimes it's just, are they sharp? Did they get on and off the field without getting injured? Did they look ready to play? Did they look like message received based upon how they played last week? And the answer was yes, 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 yes. Coming up next. Jonathan Vilma is our guest. I'll get, I'll get his sense, his sense of the Packers and how their style, how their team, how their personnel looks once we get to the postseason. Plus, with the Niners seemingly out of the NFC West race, where do we stand on the Cardinals? Where do we stand on the Seahawks? Where do we stand on the Rams? I'll ask him. He joins us next. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's welcome in. He was a three-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. He's Jonathan Fillman. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, can we take anything away from Thursday Night Football, in your mind, when the Packers are so thoroughly dominant over a depleted Niners team? 
Well, they could have easily lost that game, right, if they weren't on their P's and Q's. And I'm not talking about the actual what happened in the game. I'm talking about uh, not preparing for a short week, taking San, Fra- San Francisco lightly. So, you know, the, I always look at games like that where, yes, you're supposed to dominate, and they do. That's the mark of a good team. Uh, so what I take away from that is Green Bay is a, a very good team, legitimate contender for a playoff spot. Um, when they need to handle their business, they do. Doug Gottlieb show. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm exactly with you. Like, you can tell based upon, like, I, I can be impressed even if I know you're playing inferior competition, right? Like, are you sharp? Your first couple drives of the game, are you ready to play? Like, these things are, they are important even if, like we don't take some grand. Are they the best team in the NFL? Whatever. How you look, your level of sharpness, your level of readiness, even against an inferior opponent, does matter, right? That's that's essentially what we're both saying. What thousand percent? That's exactly what we're saying. If you go out there and slop around, then the people that wake up and they see the box score, they say, oh, "Okay, yeah, they won." But the people that actually watch are going to say, "Well, wait a minute, they're not as good as advertised. This is not a good San Francisco team." And you know, they, you know, barely won or whatever it is. And we're, t- we're saying the opposite. They handled their business. They executed well, very sharp, very thorough. It was a dominant performance. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of, of Jonathan Vilma. All right, uh, Saints and Buccaneers. Last time they met, it was week one of the season. Uh, it looks like the Saints are going to be fully healthy. Michael Thomas back. He's been at practice every day. Drew Brees back. He was active at, at practice. How are the Buccaneers different now than they were week one of the season? They have started to, I shouldn't say started, they have gelled. Um, that was the biggest advantage that the Saints had in week one. Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, they've all played with each other for years now. And Tom Brady, it doesn't matter how many reps you get in the offseason, it helps, but there's nothing like, like live reps. And um, that was the biggest difference that I could see with the absence of the preseason games. And that's where you were seeing a Tom Brady, you know, getting familiar with, with Mike Evans and things like that. And now, you know, we're halfway into the season and you start to see, well, I, I know, I noticed, I'm sure that you noticed too, Doug. You're like, wait a minute. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they're not too bad. And the defense is pretty salty. So that advantage is gone. Uh, and this was, this was, would should be a very very uh, good matchup. Yeah, I guess my only question is: Breeze has some sort of shoulder thing that's held him out a couple of games, a couple of days of practice. Um, yep. And I don't know. Do you take a look at? Do you let him sit and take a look at what Jameis looks no, like? No, 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 no. Don't don't even let that come out because then you're going to have some wacky fans regurgitating that nonsense. No. No, no, no. This is not basketball. You don't do, uh, I, I forgot what they call it in basketball where they rest their starters. Like this is football. Lo- 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 is load, load management. This is the load, load management. Man- yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. Load management. Yeah, we, we don't do that in football. And the biggest difference is you, you cannot treat football the same as basketball because football is like a, a, the NCAA tournament. You win a game, you're in the dance. You keep winning, you stay in the dance. You lose, you're out of the dance, right? So if the Saints decided to load manage Drew Brees and, God forbid, go on a three-game losing streak 
on this nonsense of load management, you're out of the dance. There are some really good teams in the NFC that are all vying for these playoff spots. So you, you don't do that. You play them. If he can play, play. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let, let's let, let's get to Tua Tungavailoa. Um, like, look, he he he. They won the game. Yeah, they won the game, and he. Everybody knew he was going to replace Fitz. I'm sure they probably had in their mind, "We'll do it after the bye week, so he gets a little bit more time to prepare." But by all estimations of all analysts, guys like yourself that have actually played and people that have, there just wasn't the wow. There wasn't the okay. I I get it. Are are we holding him to too high a bar? Are we holding him to too high a standard that there wasn't something to to blow us away the first time we see Tua get a start in the NFL? Yes, we are holding him to too high of a standard. What we've gotten used to is watching Joe Burrows of the world, Herberts of the world, light it up for 300 yards and lose the game. And again, it's not basketball where LeBron can have 30 points in a game, still lose, and we're talking about how sensational he was. The, you can do that over a stretch of 82 games, he's going to end up the 2 or 1 seed regardless. This is not the same in football. So when we watch these guys light it up, and still lose, what I'm saying is that the 300-yard passer needs to be a 200-yard passer, 225-yard passer, because you need to get the run game going. Or the reason he's passing so much is because the defense stinks. Whatever the issue is for them to play complimentary football, they have to get it corrected because Joe Burrow has a losing record. Herbert is, uh, I don't know, what is it, one and five, one and six, something terrible. So when I looked at Tua and I watched the defense literally light it up against the Rams and show that they can be a playoff-caliber defense. I watched the special teams score a touchdown. I watched every, every phase of the Finns perform and perform against a very, very good Rams team. And what Tua did, which he should have done, and I'm so glad that he smartly made the right decision, he said, I'm a game manager today. I don't have to light it up. I don't have to force the ball in there. I don't have to do anything, frankly. We have a 28 to 7 lead or whatever they had. I just need to not mess it up. Don't turn the ball over. Take what they give me. Punting is fine. And so when I watch a player do that, no, I don't see the wow factor. Yes, he still has to prove that he can not manage a game, be the franchise quarterback that we're all expecting. I know that. But when it comes to situations and games like that, take what they give you. And he did a, tr- a tremendous job of just taking what the Rams gave him, and you win. Because when it comes down to it, you win. That's the most important win. It, it, it is the most, it is the most, there's a reason we keep scoring all these games, right? At the end, the end of the day. We keep scoring, baby. Uh, Even in preseason, we keep scoring. What are your thoughts on Cam? You know, two weeks ago, he was so inaccurate. Last week wasn't mm-hmm. great, but then a big, a big fumble. Uh, I know he's not surrounded by great players, but I think even Cam admits that his play hasn't been up to snuff. What's your take on the sudden struggles of Cam Newton? Cam Newton strikes me as an individual who does read the press clippings. He does uh, kind of let what people say, good or bad, uh, affect him. I don't know how much it affects him, but I've been around the Drew Brees where he could throw five interceptions and you would never know that he threw five interceptions in the game. He comes right back, same guy every time. And I I get the sense that once you start letting outside forces affect how you play, how you study, whatever it is, that's when you're in trouble. And so 
forget the bad play because that's going to happen. You're, you're going to be off. You're not going to have 16 perfect games. It's the, oh, I hear what they're telling, what they're saying about me in the media and what they're telling uh, Bill Belichick to do with me and this and the other. I mean, that, that should not ever cross his mind. And that's the sense I get when I hear him speak and, and his body language. It's like he, does a, he, he makes a poor play, his body language is bad. It's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to hear about it in the papers Monday. That's the body language I get from him as opposed to I'm the star quarterback, I'm the star team quarterback on what could be a very good team. Let me lead this team and forget what I've done or haven't done well. I just keep pushing forward. Um, that's great stuff. Jonathan, you're doing an awesome job, dude. Can't wait to see you on TV this weekend. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Doug. Have a good one, man. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I'm, I'm fascinated by this weekend. There's some really interesting college games. The outdoor cocktail party won't have the cocktail party between Georgia and Florida. Yes, some other big SEC games. Uh, West Virginia, Texas, I think is interesting. Texas, who you very, very fortunate to beat Oklahoma State. They get West Virginia coming off a big win for West Virginia. We'll see how they play this weekend. Then, of course, you got the Big Ten, the Pac-12, we think. Although, as Isaac pointed out, two Pac-12 games have already been canceled. And they just, they, they don't have the, because they waited so long, they, they don't have a ton of time to get them all in. Um, I have what I think is a very reasonable upset coming in the, uh, in in the Pac-12, which I'll give you on my picks. You know what's 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 fascinating? This is a we we make statements about people and about players, and that kind of becomes the reputation. Sometimes it's fair. Reputations are established over time and enough performance. Sometimes a lot of times though we're late on things, right? We're we're late to call something. We're late to realize. We talked about this. Ryan Music and I talked about this to start the year. Even before injuries, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line is not as dominant as the reputation was going back three years ago when they just blew people off. the. Zach Martin was just coming into his prime. Um, uh, you know, you had obviously uh, uh, Frederick, Travis Frederick as their center. He retired before the years began. But then, you know, Lyle Collins obviously has become very good. Of course, he played guard early on. Now he's playing tackle. He's not as good a tackle as he was as a guard. Like he was very young and dominant. And then Ty- Tyron Smith was peak Tyron Smith three years ago. He's been injured a bunch since. That's kind of the big thing. He was absolutely, without any question, the best left tackle in football. Now he's worth like three years later. So reputations are earned and you, you deserve them on some level, but they are not forever. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. And we're a little bit slow to come around. But let's not do this thing where we completely give up on Lamar Jackson against good teams. Like, do I think he has some things that hold him back? Yeah, I've been telling you about him for two years. Do I think he's gotten better at some things, especially since college? Absolutely. Do I think they've put him in better situations at times? But let's not say, okay, he was bad against the Chiefs. He was bad. He was bad against the the Steelers. That well, let's be done with him. And let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um. They play the Colts this weekend. And I don't know how many of you have paid attention, but the Colts defense is legit. And it's allowed the fewest number of rushing touchdowns, second in yards per carry. They're third overall defensively, third in completion percentage. So so what I'm telling you is 
And I'll, this is one of my picks of the week, I believe, right? One of my picks of the week? Yes. What I'm telling you is this is another opportunity for Lamar to show growth. I just, it is. And, you know, two losses against the Chiefs and the Steelers, three touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns, five turnovers, 50% complete, uh, completion percentage, 152 yards passing per game. Like we have against the two viable deep playoff teams in the AFC they have faced, Lamar Jackson's failed. Doesn't mean we cancel the season. This is another incredible opportunity for him to show growth against the defense that everybody thinks has great youth, great athleticism. They can run, they can cover, they can stop the they can stop the run, they can confuse him. Like I, I think there's a legit shot here that the the Colts might sneakily have the best defense in the AFC. Even better than the Steelers. Steelers are really good. Okay, there's a there's a conversation to be had there. Ravens have a very good defense, which kind of leads me to like Philip Rivers has to play well against a good defense, one that's going to get in his face and challenge him. You know, and the guys that have been able to to beat the the Ravens defense have been able to Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Pat Mahomes move around a little bit. Hold the football times a little longer. Make plays. He ain't moving around much. Yeah, Ryan, go ahead. Is this a... Um, so Lamar Jackson won the MVP, but even still, is he in a position where this could be considered a you know a moral victory? Like if he plays really well against this defense, but the Ravens still lose the game... Do you almost feel good about that as a Ravens fan, or do you no. do you still want you you still need to see a win here? Yeah, I think they. I think Ravens fans are they they would. I think coaches would like some moral victory to it. I think fans are like, I need to see him win one of these games, figure out a way to win a game. Right. I guess you would hope because I guess when you look at it from this perspective, because there has been such a stark contrast and drop off between. He is so amazingly good against the average to below average teams. And then he is so incredibly bad. You'd at least hope that if he's not fumbling and throwing interceptions and turning the ball over, you'd, you'd feel a lot better that he's learned from some of his past mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I, I would like that. But, I mean, I would also like them to win games. And you also feel like if he learns from his past mistakes, they'll win the game, too. Like, the, the two do go hand in hand. I understand right. what you're saying, that you can play well and the team not play well or things go bump in the night or whatever. Like, all the, all the, the interceptions aren't always on him. The fumbles aren't always his. It can be a lot of different things that happen. Um, but I also think that at some point, you got to don't tell us you're pregnant and show us the baby. Can you, can you, can you beat one of these better teams? And the Philip Rivers thing is interesting because there were early on in the season, it looked like almost a catastrophic mistake for an Indianapolis Colts team that is trying to win big games now. But he's very slowly and quietly come along since. But uh, you, you, as the Charger fan that you were, have seen that the arm strength didn't seem to be there. And this is a huge opportunity for him against a Ravens defense that probably might not be as dominant as it was last year, yeah. but still a very good team. Well, it, it, uh, look, I don't know if they're as dominant. I think, I I don't think, I, I think that look, they're going to beat you with toughness and with bravado and getting in your face. And if you have dudes that can run, that, that, that may hurt them. Okay. That may hurt them. 
That's really kind of what down. This is a big stretch here for the for the Ravens, right? Steelers, Colts, Patriots on the road. Patriots aren't very good, but but it'll be interesting to see because they've seen this this style what they do. Nick. Then Titans, then Steelers again. Um, like that is a tough little stretch here. We'll we'll really see kind of what they are what they're made of. I mean, look, points against they lead their division. They're still their third in points for it has been their offense more than their defense. I know their defense got shredded by the Chiefs. I think some of that is the personnel, just personnel mismatches in how they play. All right, coming up next, let's get to coming up next uh, this Friday and Saturday. The world's uh, best thoroughbreds will compete in 14 exhilarating races worth 31 million in purses and awards at the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. Is Devontae Adams the best wide receiver in the NFL? We'll discuss next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Isaac Lowenkron, what do you have, my friend? Let's get out our crystal ball. Psychic. Luckily, I used the singular of that. Okay, Psychic. Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers had 173 yards and a touchdown in last night's win over the 49ers on Thursday Night Football and said... He believes he is the best receiver in the NFL. He currently leads the NFL with eight touchdown catches in only six games. Psychic. Will Devontae Adams finish the season leading the NFL in touchdown receptions? Now, for context, there's a billion-way tie for second place right now. It's seven touchdowns between Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, and Mike Evans. Hmm. Um, is he the best wide receiver in the NFL, well, you would lead him in touchdown receptions. I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with yes. Uh, my logic behind it is uh, I do think they're going to keep having to throw the football more and more, that he's, without any question, Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. He's already been hurt some this year, and he's still having an incredible year. He always misses a game or two. I'm going to say yes. All right, now let's go to the losing side last night. Will Jimmy Garoppolo still be on the 49ers by week one of next season? I think the answer is no. I, um, my psychic powers tell me that there's something amiss between the relationship plus the chance to get out of that contract to start something new. Uh, I think that, uh, that Shanahan, um, while he's a very good coach, there is an ego about him that he can do it with other guys. And maybe he's able to to get a get a bargain on a Sam Darnold or somebody like that to run that offense. I'm I'm going to say no. He is not. The plot thickens. Staying in the NFC, the Dallas Cowboys currently slotted with the number five overall pick in the 2021 draft. 14 point underdogs against the Steelers. Ezekiel Elliott nursing a hamstring injury. Will the Dallas Cowboys end up with a top three draft pick? Uh, no, no, they will not. Um, I, I, as, as unhealthy as they are, eventually they'll get Andy Dalton back. And I think Andy Dalton's fine and solid. They do have good skill position players. They're going to win some games. There's, there's just a pressure in Dallas can't go full tank. That's just not how they're made. So I I don't think uh, the answer is no. Let's get reaction from Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. I don't have the patience to jack with you today. Well, I can understand his testiness. All right. In the AFC, legendary New York Jets quarterback Joe Namath said that he would not be surprised if Trevor Lawrence refuses 
to play for the Jets. The Jets have won the toss and elected not to play. Will Trevor Lawrence pull an Eli by refusing to play for the Jets? No. I like Joe Namath. He was super, super kind to me. I got a great Joe Namath story I'll share with you guys when we're done with this. Uh, but the idea that, that he has any idea about Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence's desires is kind of silly. And, huh. and, and like, look, the, the Jets the Jets aren't very good, but they're going to have a bunch of first-round draft picks. If they draft Trevor Lawrence, that means they're going to trade away Sam Darnold for a first-round pick. They'll have a ton of incoming talent. You know, Mekhi Becton's legit. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Like, okay, you're not going to go there. Where are you going to go? Like, all the bad teams need quarterbacks. The good teams, you're not going to get there. You're going to go to the Jets, what, to go back to go to the Jags? Come on, because it's closer to home? Stop it. Finally, on to college football. Will a team go undefeated in the Pac-12 conference this season? I suppose you can be undefeated if you never play a game. That's true. But yeah, here all week. Uh, but assuming they, the veal. Assuming they actually wind up playing, will a team go undefeated? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I think Oregon goes undefeated. Um, Oregon's got a great shot. They're the only, I think them and USC are the only ranked teams, right, this year. And they don't play USC. They start out with Stanford, Wazoo, UCLA, Oregon State, Cal, who may or may not play, and their rivalry against Washington. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, especially with uh, Joe Moorhead calling plays, he's, he's excellent. Remember, he was at Penn State before he took over to head coach at Mississippi State. I think Oregon goes undefeated in their if they play six game schedule. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, I'll give you my uh, Joe Namath story in one second. This Friday and Saturday, the world's best thoroughbreds will compete in the 14 exhilarating races worth $31 million in purses and awards the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. Um, okay, so here's what happened. Do you remember the I want to kiss you? Remember that moment? Okay. So the next year, the next year, this is, uh, can you look at what, what I want to kiss you, what year that was? He wasn't kind of back at a Giants game or a Jets game that entire year. The next year, they played the Giants, the Jets did, in a preseason game. And a friend of mine named Lee Stacy was head of marketing for the New York Jets at the time. And so this is 2003. So I had this 2004. This is like, I had just, this is interesting. I forgot this story. I had just, um, I, I was like a year into ESPN, maybe just two years in. And uh, Lee said, hey, why don't you come to the Jets Giants preseason game? And this is, it's, this is, so my, my dad passed away about five years ago. I forgot this story. So my dad was in town. I don't remember what he was in town for. But he, he used to love, he loved, he played tennis. He loved the U.S. Open. We got him some pass to the U.S. Open. And then he came and he met me. I think it was like same, around the same time. And we went to the Jets-Giants game. And it was a preseason game. And it was pretty terrible. But I want to say, was that Coughlin's? What year did Coughlin get there? This is a great one. I don't have the franchise index in front of me, but I feel like it was very early. It might've been the first, might've been his first game or one of his first games as head coach. Right. And I, I, I should have given my dad the business before he died about this. He's watching the game. He's like, Coughlin stinks. He's going to get fired. Right. <laughs> like dad, it's a preseason game against the Jets. Trust me. Just stinks. Like, right. Didn't Coughlin, they won two Super Bowls. 
two two Super Bowls. Got two two. They won two. They beat the Patriots both times. He was the, he was the coach both those ones. Okay. Anyway, so we go to the game. Lee Stacy gets me in the like the owners box with the Jets. I'm meeting all these dignitaries. Super nice guy. And this was in the air. Remember Mitchell and Ness throwback, throwback jerseys. Okay, so I had a throwback Joe Namath jersey. And so I'm like, what the hell? I'll wear it. So I'm wearing my Joe, throwback Joe Namath jersey. And um, like Joe is literally in the in the box. And we're talking. And I mean, we're getting the third quarter now. There's like nobody on the field you can even recognize whatever. And he's shaking hands or whatever. And so finally he bumps into me. And he's like, are you going to ask me or do I got to ask myself? I was like, what do you mean? Well, do you want me to sign your sign the jersey? I was like, oh my god! Like I, it's kind of uncouth for me to ask you, like as a grown adult. But I guess I'm wearing a jersey. Like, yeah, would you? So I have a signed jersey from Joe Namath, and I, I don't think he wrote "I want to kiss you," but it was something along the lines of like, "Is it okay if I don't put I want to kiss you?" Like it was he, I, I gen he's genuinely a nice guy. Like he had had a little bit too much to drink, I think, at the time when he said "I want to kiss you." So I, I understand when you speak for an entire organization or you're, you feel terrible about how your team looks, but the idea that Joe Namath, who has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence, he's not an agent, he's not a scout, he's not, like he hasn't been to, he's watched him play and think he thinks he's great, but he's so down on the Jets, like, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he decides not to come. Like, okay. Unless you have the, the dad, the agent, the head coach saying that, it's just kind of silly. It's a silly exercise, really. Silly exercise. But that's my Joe Namath, the Joe Namath story. Charming, delightful guy. Yes, you can't say what he said to Susie Colbert on television. It's misogyny, right? What, like whatever, right? But um, if you've ever met Joe, he's a charming guy. Yes, Ramos. His, his NFL career, would you say, was better than average? Because I mean. It's Super Bowl three that's the the reason why he's in the Hall of Fame. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. I mean, so it was, you mean it, it's overrated? I don't want to say overrated. He's he's a he's a class of the NFL. He's a name. He's a, he was there. You know, I'm just saying that it was it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady ish Hall of Fame stuff. It was it was basically we're going to win Super Bowl three. They beat the undefeated or the very highly touted Baltimore Colts, and therefore. He's off to the Hall of Fame for for the most part. Would you say that's correct or no? Yes, yes. the The image, the fur coat in the sideline, the guaranteeing the Super Bowl win, the great upset like these things are actually more impressive. And like there is, it's interesting. Like he had three years where he led the league in passing yards, but two of those years he also led the league in interceptions twenty seven, twenty eight interceptions. And this is back in an era where you didn't throw that many, you didn't throw the ball that much. He led the league in interceptions four different times. Now he played for a lot of bad teams. And his career record is 62, 63, and four. Right? So the image of him, but he was Broadway Joe. It's better than the actual, and he was seen as more clutch because he backed it up and they played great when they beat uh when they when they won the Super Bowl. Um the Saints are gonna play the Bucks a second time this year. Here's the question: who does it mean more to? I think the answer will surprise you. It's next in the Doug Gottlieb Show. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.